chaos is everywhere. Sorry about the slight delay, um, but we're all set now. Although I may have a delivery show up during our recording, so we'll roll with that if it happens. Um, okay. Welcome, everybody, to Chaos Traveler. It's been a while. <laughs> we should do that song. That's so 90s. But um, <laughs> today, I am Jonathan Gilchrist, and that host over there who picked the song today, which is very on brand, is uh, DJ Madman. Yeah, on brand, because I am all about selling stuff. That's what I'm about. I really forgot what song we were doing, and then I saw that, <laughs> like, wow, that's really on brand for him. Good for him for thinking of a song that, you know. Plus for you, another Blues Traveler song, so. Yes, and uh, that's what we're doing today. Uh, by, it's the Blues Traveler version specifically. We're doing the song Crazy, and um, yeah, I've, I just finished listening to it. Um, I'm gonna have you do the lyrics just because I don't have anything pulled up, so you can you can read us through it. Um, but my initial thoughts were, well, I don't know if I would consider this like an I don't know blues traveler song because it is a cover, so it's not mm-hmm. doesn't have all of their. I don't even know what I want to say, but it's just if you're going by someone like me that's listened to everything they've ever done, it's not their song, but it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's them doing someone else's song. Um, but yeah, I really did enjoy it. Um, and where did you want to start with this? Because you said you did some little bit of research and such. So, because like there aren't too many lyrics, like surprise, surprise, for a song called "Crazy." <laughs> there, um, <laughs> there's probably like I don't know, even repeating words, probably like less than a hundred, probably fifty-five, right. something small like that. Um, so I just wanted to do initial reactions because I know like the same thing for the initial song. Like I am a sucker, and like I kind of have to try to start a fall away from that. Like when somebody includes like a smoky female vocal that never had it before so like that was a really nice touch um yeah and i think you know, same really thing too. Mm-hmm. and kind of what kind of what you were saying and different is like it's not their song but they did so that's a, the good bad thing about covers right is like to make a cover stick you either have to like be true to the original or make something right. unique and different and i feel like the different voices with like the harmonizing and stuff and especially with that with their feel it it, it worked and i didn't think it originally would because i remember when i saw it and the thing i was like okay how's this gonna go um but yeah so initial reaction um i kind of was obsessed with it when i first listened to it the first couple of times and i will say even though i haven't watched a ton of blues travelers like music videos the ones Mm -hmm. that are a little less like a video and more art this still felt like you know, a production that they would have done. Yeah. No, definitely the the video itself feels very much like their style. Um, in fact, because this started off with a hook from Loose Traveler, never get a chance to watch that video because it's kind of dated, but it's also kind of just awesome. Um, but I also want to say just in a weird convergence of my life, I started reading uh, the uh, Batman Who Smiles today, the comic book. So yeah. the song being crazy just put the themes of that comic book into that 
Oh, it just it was yeah, weird convergence of stuff in my head at once. Um, I don't know. Have you ever? I before I get into like why that did that. Have you? Do you know what the Batman who smiles is, or the Batman who laughs? I think is actually what it's called. I'm guessing there's some kind of Joker tie-in. Is it like a weird spinoff? Like if Joker was the Batman? Basically, but more sinister than that. It's about the multiverse, and mm. this is this version of Batman is the Batman that killed the Joker. And apparently, I didn't know this, the Joker has a toxin in his body that when his heart stops, if whoever's around will become the new Joker. So this is the version that killed the Joker, became the Joker, but is still Batman, is now going around the multiverse, killing other versions of himself. It's a very, it's like the worst possible version of Batman. I feel like there's a lot of jokes, though, because like the whole, you know, I only have one rule is like, nah. (laughs) <laughs> no, the way the way they describe it is like he is the batman so he always wins and that is his end he has no moral code no ethics <laughs> he only always wins so yeah it's it's a really intense comic book but to have that in my head freshly as i'm listening to the song was interesting it kind um, of fits yeah it's a yeah. weird serendipitous accidental thing yeah so, um, but as far as like the uh, song itself, uh, just in case somebody doesn't listen to the song before they, they won't listen to the episode, why don't we do the lyrics such as they are, and then we'll discuss the song more in detail. All right. So because they're short, I will just literally read them out. Okay. So I remember when I remember, I remember when I lost my mind, there was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch, but it wasn't because I didn't know enough. I just knew too much. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? Possibly. Basically how that... you wake up every morning, by the way. That's your <laughs> mantra. <laughs> well, how, do you, how do you know my inner monologue? Um, anyways... <laughs> And I hope that you are having the time of your life, but think twice. That's my only advice. Come on now. Who do you, who do you, who do you, who do you think you are? Ha ha ha. Bless your soul. You really think you're in control. I think you're crazy. I think you're crazy. I think you're crazy. Just like me. My heroes had the heart to lose their lives out on the limb. And all I remember is thinking I want to be like them. Ever since I was little. Ever since I was little, it looked like fun. And it's no coincidence I've come and I can die when I'm done. But maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you're crazy. Maybe we're crazy. Probably. Okay. Yeah, so um, before I like, because one of the reasons this is a really good song for us is there is a lot of different ways you can read into that. (laughs) Like I was, like what I was just talking about with that um, comic book, having you read the lyrics so I clearly hear them, even more shit is connected to that comic book. But um, but I was wondering, like, did you look up any like meaning to the song or like history of what the song came from? Or what what did you say? So originally, the song is by artist Gnarls Barkley, which essentially mm-hmm. is Danger Mouse and CeeLo Green. They okay. basically combined this, made a super group. Um, so one, I know the song came out in 2006, but actually it kind of did like the Deadpool thing where it was somehow leaked in 2005. Um, right. But essentially it was a conversation between Danger Mouse and CeeLo Green. 
um, they had an idea for a song, but they didn't have like any real idea for a song. So the initial commentary and a lot of things I look forward to, like the Wikipedia and a lot of other stuff, essentially mm-hmm. said um, they were kind of talking about what it meant to be an artist and like how crazy it is and how like you have to kind of push like you know the quintessential like argument of like you have to push yourself close to the edge to make real art that people are going to you know Mm -hmm. um either you know a a large group of people are going to identify with or you know um what they're talking about like record labels and stuff thinking it's special um so i think the the conversation that they had was kind of talking about you know you have to almost be balanced and saying insane and like how crazy and stupid is that and that's kind of they had that conversation and danger mouse had no idea that on the side after they had that conversation, CeeLo green was like kind of writing stuff down and then wrote the original lyrics for the song right after that. And the cool thing is they did the song in one take. That is really cool. Actually. Yeah. That's (laughs) reminds me of um, speaking of crazy. That just made a story about Charles Manson popping in my head where I don't know if you know this, he wanted to be a recording artist. Oh no. Yeah. He Um, has music because that's a whole controversial thing. Right. But when he went in to do recordings, he, the like record execs that were there like, oh, man, this is great. We should do a demo. And he would just like freak out and be like, no, we're not doing a fucking demo. I'm just doing my song. I do my song. And he's like, because he had no idea how music worked. So he'd say crazy music. Like, that's the nth degree. Um, the Tharsis compulsion thing is like, get it out the first time and not try to. And that's why like the whole thing with music now is one of the arguments, you know, from the beginning of time is like, now people can like touch things up and tweak things so much that like right. it's nothing like what the original presentation was, which can be a good and a bad thing. Yeah. It, I will say in my personal preference, it tends to make me annoyed with newer music. Um, one of the things I love about like old, when I say old music, I'm talking like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin uh, is that when you listen to their recordings, it's literally their voice with instruments in the background so everybody had to be on their a game to make that song work you know what i mean and now you can do the you can do the musical background through a computer you don't even need instruments involved some people just use the computer you can touch up the music it just it has merit but it just gets annoying to my ear so i'm that's the fuddy-duddy in me as far as music goes the like devil's advocate in me though is like you know during frank sinatra's time they had to do that like they had right. no other option or like, especially with the early recordings, you had this much tape to make a song. So it's like, all right, I scraped together 50 bucks. You scraped together 250. Let's make one song. All right. We that's have 25 minutes. Let's go. No, that's a fair point. That's something I, in other forms of technology, I don't get as picky about when people are like, oh man, these kids can't dial a rotary phone or some shit. Mm. I'm like, well, why would we need to? But yeah, for music, you're right. If they had the choice, I'm sure Frank Sinatra would have been auto-tuned and probably would have ended up sounding more like his original self. Because if if you know anything about his history, when he first started, he sounds very different than what he did by the time he gets to the 60s because of years of smoking and just ruining his voice. So if he had auto-tuned back then, he probably would have just sounded pretty close to the same the entire time. But um. Um, oh, speaking of um, just to move away from music for a second, the line about all my heroes on the line put another story in my head. So it's it's interesting because it, it's another form of art. It reminded me very much of uh, Chris Farley, um, how he was a big fan of John Belushi. And I believe Adam Sandler said recently that 
I think he put in a song that Chris Farley was okay with dying young because John Belushi did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's an interesting thing that, yeah, there's this weird thing about when you're really good at art or when you're a very special kind of artist, you get pushed to the nth degree. And sometimes that makes some really magical shit, but then you lose a lot because of it. And it doesn't matter what the art happens to be. So, so. you're getting really into this because the same thing with that conversation, one of the things I didn't mention was they mm-hmm. talked about basically, you know, the only way this song was going to be popular or, you know, before was if they died or right after and how like messed up that is. Like if they had made a sure. recording and then, you know, not that I would record, but like if they had made a recording and then like simultaneously killed themselves, it probably would have gone like crazy double platinum. Um, yeah. And they kind of like made a conversation about that. So you're, you're hitting some nails, not quite on the head, but you're definitely like yeah. sparking things. And, the, and yeah, and that um, like, and that's true. Like, uh, next, as we've been discussing in our personal lives, next time we hang out, we're probably going to end up doing like a marathon of the crow. And one of the reasons that first movie got so popular is because Brandon Lee died making mm-hmm. that movie. Kind of. Like I mean, Garden. it's. I really love that movie, um, and I also love The Dark Knight. But I, but there is something about those two deaths that adds something to those movies you wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, which is really weird when you, it's something I don't like to dwell on because it makes me feel like a creep for liking those properties, which I really do. Well, so. no, but like, I mean, other, other things have tried to like proof and manufacture that even in a fictional, can't mm-hmm. give a specific example, but like, I know there was like a, a rock opera that was like that where like the main person in order to make sure like the record company has like a, basically a fake death and the guy goes like completely down under has to change his life and like completely changes who he is. Like goes right. from having short hair to long hair. Actually, I think he goes through a sex change at one point. Um, I can't remember what this is, but it's really, really weird. If I can remember what it is, it might be something that we should entertain. Cause it's just that kind of weird messed up conversation. But yeah, basically it goes back to, and how like he got famous, but it kind of ruined his life because and like he'll never get credit for it, even though he has the financial capital. Like that's all he gets, and like he can't right. ever admit credit to it or whatever. And people are like, oh, it'd be so cool to meet him. You know how it's like the kind of like uh, like the meta thing about like, um, in, in a smaller sense, how like Tony Hawk always talks about like people say, oh yeah, you look like Tony Hawk, and he says I am, and no one believes him. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it is a weird. Because it's not, it's nothing like even in our wildest dreams, even if this became something where we could actually, um, honestly, all I'm aiming for is if I could stop working at my job, which is not as much money as you'd think. Um, but even in my wildest dreams, I can't imagine what it's like to be at that level of fame and to just be known everywhere. I'm, and I'm definitely not the personality that would handle that well. I'm just, that's not who I am. So No, you're definitely I, more of like a Stephen King. Oh, well, that's probably the most, um, now I don't know if it's an app comparison, but it's the most flattering comparison I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though, because Stephen King is very much not a public person for the Recluse. most part, unless he's very much in control of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think any of us can really understand that level of fame. Although in the weird society that we live in, we're all sort of chasing that. Even if we're not chasing, even if we're like you and I, we're very realistic down to earth kind of people as far as like what we expect as far as putting this kind of stuff out there. 
but even us, we're still sort of chasing people listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, that's true. So, I mean, the same thing. Yeah, like it's not our like number one goal, but at the same point, like I'm not gonna like if all of a sudden like we start getting popular, I'm going to not be like. Mm, no actually i would i'm really anti because i remember like i'm like a, I was a hipster before hipster was cool like if we get too popular i'll be like nah this is too mainstream man um, like, um but i do want to give one little progression to you and i think it is it adds a nice touch for even though there's not that many lyrics all the repetition and like the speaking of the words like the fact that it's like really if you break this down there's like one, two, three, four, five, six stanzas. But like, even of those stanzas, if you just took mm-hmm. like the, because I remember, I remember when, I remember when, or at least even with the repetition, like that's something that even to like, and you're on pose the world and things like that. Like, that's one of the ways that you can kind of evoke those kind of feelings is like repeating the same thing over and over again with the same tone. And I do like, right. I like when artists do this and I didn't realize this. Near the end, it's a progression because originally he's asking a question um is does that make me crazy then right. after having a conversation says i think you're crazy so it's like you first you know i'm saying i have this am i wrong the other person saying no you're stupid and it's like oh well you're i think you're crazy and then at the end he says well maybe i'm crazy maybe you're crazy maybe we're crazy so it's kind of like a culmination so i I, I, w- I would be interested to see if there's any kind of recording of that conversation i'm sure there's not but that right. like to get behind that conversation would have also been interesting but i always like when there's like an incidental or on purpose progression so one good job for CeeLo green taking notes in that order right. um and then the heroes thing the same thing um it goes back to like you know when you were little and then you were talking about like the american dream quote unquote, or, you know, the Western one idea dream is like, it's changed quite a bit, but like the things is every, like the idea is still there, but like pretty much everyone who is or catches that amount of fame says like the kind of be careful what you wish for, for the most part is like, just like everything is there's stuff that, you know, you don't think about or things that you take for granted that you didn't realize before and how that can end up. Like, I think that's one thing with like all of this stuff is like, how many artists become so either purposely recluse because they want to share themselves or the exact opposite. They push stuff out because they either feel like they have to. And then that creates all this other like internal mental stress. And then that never, never does good things. I remember it was one thing too, because like it's kind of tangential, but it's not pink had an interview with Oprah on one of her new albums. And like Oprah was trying to be all like happy and promote it. And she's like, yeah, all of my best stuff doesn't come from good times. <laughs> <laughs> like all, all of the, like the songs that she writes that like, oh, uh, you know, are hits or catchy or, you know, catch on to people that people identify with. They don't come from good times. I would never have thought about that. Cause uh, Jen is a pink fan. So I've heard a lot of her stuff and like, yeah, no, the songs that like Jen listens to over and over again, they're never about happy stuff. They're all about really bad breakups or just mm-hmm. really not good. Um, so yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, also, I just made myself a mental note. If we ever do get to the point where we're doing, like, we want to do live shows, which way in the future, but if it ever did happen, wait, this is live oh, on stage. So yeah, anyway, that's, that's my thought. I'm just, I'll have to keep that in the back of my head as a business expense because I think that's the only way I can get you on stage. <laughs> oh, yeah, as a, as a bit, we should definitely record on a stage for no reason just to say that we did it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, now we're what? I feel I I have a lot of um I have a lot of resentment sometimes when people like gatekeep the word professional. Um, it goes back to when I was in college and um, a, my professor said, like, most of you won't become professional historians. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, do, do I have to have a paper published? Like, I'm doing all the work of an historian. The only thing I'm not doing is getting myself published in a thing. And by the way, how often have you been published in a journal? So I get very offend, offended sometimes about the gatekeeping of when you become a professional at something. So I don't know. That would be like one of those steps. It'd be like, we've recorded on a stage. There, we, we're professional. It's done. Um, so to wrap this up and make it also in between, from my understanding with Bruce, uh, Blues Driver, like that kind of comment <laughs> and kind of what we were talking about, about like not getting too famous. That's a lot of kind of what we originally talked about when we introduced the first song is like, they appreciate the cult following that they have, but it's like a weird mm -hmm. small, it's consistent, but it's small. And like, they kind of don't want more than that. Um, yeah. They're kind of happy with where they are. And I know like, that goes back to like, you know, preferences for musicians, but there are some that like, they just want to do it for the music. And like, it's not like they get, you know, that full, like, uh, like the Futurama guy that like, he needs the approval of like, millions of people in order to feel better about himself like um yeah. there are artists that have that compulsion and then there are artists that's just like no it's for me and i'm just expressing this if people like it cool if they don't whatever um i think no that's true um i will say just because that what you're referencing is actually a lost episode that we never got to release because the recording fucked up um we did listen to another blues traveler song and in that we did have a conversation and i'll just give the cliff notes i heard an interview with them where basically they said exactly what you just said but that they they after 20 years they know by their fan base who they are because their fan base tells them who they are mm -hmm. um, but they also never uh, but they felt like the reason they have that is because they were kind of one hit wonders quote unquote because obviously everybody knows the one or two songs and uh they never made made huge mainstream although <laughs> They did get grocery store big because I was in the grocery store the other day and uh, <laughs> it was Runaround started playing. It's either Runaround or Hook. One of the two is the ones you're going to catch in the grocery mm -hmm. store. I think either or, I would say interchangeably, I've heard. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap up, especially because, you know, I think we've touched on how we feel as artists. So let's uh, get out of here before we go too far. Uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for the theme song. Follow me at Last Gilchrist uh, one on Twitter, at Last Gilchrist on TikTok. Um, I'm having a lot of fun over there. I mostly just make up silly videos where I take, um, like sometimes I take Power Ranger clips and put music over it, uh, and others and stuff like that. And, and then I get on there as myself and just talk about the podcast. So check us out there. Um, you can write the show if you'd like at chaospodshow at gmail. And um, on Monday will be um, some sort of Star Trek. I believe this is going to be coming out towards the beginning of March. So we're going to be doing some sort of Star Trek on Monday. Uh, wrestling news every other week at Chaos and Ringside. And I really don't have too many plans for that far in the future. So just keep checking us out. We're building up quite a nice little bank here. So bonus episodes will be popping in every once in a while. And, um, yeah, I do want to point out here that uh, we are either we're going to 
it's already released or it's going to be released. Uh, DJ Madman and myself are going to do what I'm going to call the the good entry episode. The idea is we're going to talk about the podcast. We're going to talk about what causes the podcast, why I'm so obsessed with TV, why we do any of the stuff that we're doing on all these different podcasts that we're doing. How many times um, you can say podcast in a podcast? Exactly. And so, yeah, basically about 200 episodes in overall, we're going to finally explain why we're doing what we're doing and all of that stuff. So if you need a place to sort of introduce someone new to the podcast, I'd say that's a good place to start. Um, but we haven't recorded it yet, so keep your eyes open for it whenever it does show up. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Did you have anything else you wanted to add today? Oh, I just wanted to, so like to give your ego a boost is like, if we actually have, we have lost episodes. So like, that's kind that's of true. like a, you've been around long enough term. So like, even that's the fair. fact that yeah. we have a lost episode is like a cool, like niche thing. So I can't even remember. I know we, I know we did a blues trailer song. I can't remember which one it was. We had years. A hundred years. That was the one. So yes, hundred years will probably just remain the lost episode because we'll never be able to recapture that particular conversation it would just feel like redoing it for us so we'll do other songs but 100 years will be the lost one um unless by the way unless you get us famous enough where i can because i still have the recording i can get in there with some actual audio equipment and fix it i don't know if that's possible but i'm just saying it's an option so look into options (laughs) anywho so i hope everybody has a good night and we will see you soon stay crazy out there See, that's like the title of the song. That's why I had to make sure you said it. Of so course. There we go. <laughs> Have a good night.